It's the court case we've all been waiting for. I'm Jamie East and this is the Smart 7 Days of Wagatha Christie. Well, hello there. We'll be bringing you a special daily update during the high-profile legal action between Rebecca Vardy and Colleen Rooney over the next seven days. It's a tale as old as time. Well, it's as old as 2019 when Colleen Rooney posted the now famous Instagram post with the tagline, it's dot, 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 Rebecca Vardy's account. Speaking to us from outside the court on this final day, I can't believe we've made it all the way through to the end, is Minnie Stevenson. Minnie, I've been enjoying your tweets a hell of a lot over the throughout the past week, and I'm really, really glad that we've got you on uh, the Smart 7. Tell us, today was all about closing statements and wrapping up and all of that. Was there anything like super interesting? What were the nuggets that you that you came away with? This was kind of the lawyer's main chance to shine. There were some kind of major theatrical moments in the mix. Um, you know, you've got David Sherborne, who's a kind of celebrity lawyer who's represented, you know, everybody from Johnny Depp to rock stars, and he's Colleen Rooney's lawyer. And then you've got Hugh Tomlinson, who is representing Rebecca Vardy. And the two were kind of having their own standoff. Now, David Sherborne um, went into full sort of Shakespeare mode and he compared, you know, the whole trial to a, a scene from Hamlet. So it was very, very theatrical. When David Sherborne was about to give his closing statement, he sort of, in almost slow motion, put on his wig. Like, it, and it kind of felt a bit like a Pantene advert, for, you know, from, from the 90s. Uh, so he put on the wig in sort of slow motion, ready for his moment. This is, you know, we've had lots of star witnesses, but this was really the time for the lawyers to shine. Uh, and David Sher- Sherborne essentially said that, you know, he accused Rebecca Vardy of deleting WhatsApp messages between her and her agent. He'd said earlier in the trial that Rebecca Vardy and her agent were in it together and that they were wanting to sell stories about Colleen Rooney to the Sun newspaper as a team. Claims that Rebecca Vardy denies. So he says not only did she delete the messages because, in his words, they were incriminating, but then he says she goes on to lie about it under oath in court. Now, Hugh Tomlinson, who represents Rebecca Vardy, calls this a conspiracy theory, you know, really dramatic language here in court, and says, you know, Rebecca Vardy isn't a tech expert. You know, she, you know, it would be very cynical and very clever to delete these messages. And why would she do that? He poses the question to the court. I mean, you could argue there are many reasons why you would do that, but obviously that's not part of their argument. So you get this kind of real uh, tension between the two lawyers. Now, interestingly... Colleen and Wayne Rooney were not here for the final closing statements. They sent their apologies. They are on a pre-booked holiday uh, with their kids and they didn't realise it would run on uh, until today. So, so that's, that's the state of play. But it is quite awkward, I would say, when you've got Rebecca Vardy at the front pew in the high court and then you've got a lawyer just a, a few feet away from her calling her a liar. And at one point, Rebecca Vardy leaves the court when Colleen Rooney's lawyer is giving his summing up argument. Now, we don't know whether she left the court because she needed to go to the loo or she left the court because she was upset at what was being said. Uh, I can tell you she was drinking a LucasAid energy drink this morning, original flavour, with a Highland Spring chaser. Now, I don't work officially for LucasAid, although I do take bongs. Same here, but I'm strictly a Monsters Energy drink man. Uh, Now, Minnie... Most of the people watching and listening and reading about this case think that Vardy's just should never have brought this to court. It's backfired on her. It's been a huge own goal. What do you think about that? Well, there are 
critics who say, you know, that this case should never have ended up at the High Court. And both sides argue, whether that's Rebecca Vardy or Colleen Rooney's side, both say, oh, we'd rather not be in court. You know, we didn't want to be here. Um, and both were advised to settle out of court. There are a number of hearings, you know, when they could have settled out of court. Now, Rebecca Vardy has said in court, I wanted to clear my name. That's why I'm here. I wanted to tell everybody that this wasn't true. Now, Colleen Rooney and Wayne Rooney say they really didn't want to be here. It's the absolute last resort. Now, a judge will have to decide who is telling the truth. All of this could have been sorted out a long time ago had Rebecca Vardy's agent uh, stood up in court. But for illness reasons, for whatever reasons, that hasn't happened. Do you think that's had much bearing over proceedings? It seems to have been hanging over it like a bad smell. Vardy's agent withdrew her statement to the court. Now, today, David Sherborne, who's obviously representing Colleen Rooney, described this as a scene out of Hamlet, but without the central character. That's Caroline Watt, who is, of course, Rebecca Vardy's agent. Now, she is not well enough to be standing trial. Um, We can't go into any more details about that at the moment. So you'll remember that when... Colleen Rooney did her Wagger for Christie post and it ended dot, 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 it's Rebecca Vardy's account, she claims. You'll be, it's interesting to, to look at the language there. She didn't say it's Rebecca Vardy. She said it's Rebecca Vardy's account. And that is because she has obviously, we believe, got a lawyer to sign that off before she pressed send on that post. You know, this is not something she just fired off. It's something that she said in the court case herself that she had drafted in an old-fashioned way with a, with a pen and paper. Colleen says, you know, I'm known for carrying around a notebook. You know, leaning into this idea that she is a sleuth. You know, leaning into her natural intuition as a detective, some people might say. She carries around this notebook. She drafted this message. So so that's why it's important. It's because, from a legal point of view, that's why it's, why it's important. Because Colleen Rooney, in her allegation, says it's Rebecca Vardy's account. Meaning, it's Rebecca Vardy and her agent, who she claims has been selling stories to the press claims they deny, we should say. And interestingly, throughout this court case, nearly two weeks, Colleen at the front was furiously and studiously, you might say, taking notes in a leopard print notepad with a pencil, always focusing in on on what was going on. So she kind of looked like one of the uh, journalists, like an investigative reporter at points. Wayne, Wayne, meanwhile, sort of stared into the mid-distance for hours on end. And I just wondered what was going on for Wayne. What was going through his mind? What a time to be alive. It's like 2003 all over again. Mini, hold fire just a sec. We're going to get a word from our sponsors. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, it's a Smart 7 kind of bonus episode on the Wagathy Christie trial's last uh, day at court. We're here with Minnie Stevenson, fantastic broadcaster, uh, reporter for Channel 4 News as well. Um, now, I know it's probably a bit slightly unprofessional to try and pick a winner, uh, but I've never said I'm professional. Minnie, uh, does anyone seem as though they've come out on top? Without being too technical and too boring about English libel law, the onus is on Colleen Rooney to prove that her statement was true. She is all on her. She's got to because Rebecca Vardy is suing her. So it's up to Clean to say, look, this is true. So it's a, so it's a difficult it's a difficult thing to prove. And they are some of the toughest in the world, English libel law. So it will be tricky. But I think there's something else at play here. I think this is also going to be a trial of the moral high ground and a kind of PR trial as well, in a way. So So, you know, we can't say who's going to win the trial. But I think outside of the actual judgment, there will probably be you know somebody who comes out morally on top and also 
PR-wise, somebody who comes out on top. It's not for me to say as, as, you know, as an impartial journalist, but all I can say is that you know, there's a reason why lawyers advise both sides not to take this to court. But I mean, it's excruciating the detail that we've heard in this case. So you could argue, and it's an old trope, but there are no winners here. Without dredging up the size of Peter Andre's penis all over again, which nobody needs to do, uh, what was your highlight of the case? I mean, I suppose Chipolatigate was mine. I also enjoyed uh, sneaking a peek at all the WhatsApp messages. But what was yours, Minnie? I think when we were in a situation where lawyers in wigs were talking about Peter Andre and allegations that he had a Chipolata penis in the High Court, that was probably one of the most ridiculous moments of the trial. I think another highlight probably for me was, um, once again, barristers in wigs re-reading WhatsApps between Rebecca Vardy and her agent, rereading messages from Colleen Rooney and prefixing a lot of these messages with the word babe. <laughs> babe, babe yeah. how are you doing, babe? Hi, hon, just wanted to get in touch. And it's just this most ridiculous situation where, you know, quite well-spoken barristers are sort of regurgitating the, the way that, that, you know, you and I talk um, was kind of farcical. There have been obviously some really sad moments in the trial and, we, and we've seen the impact that this has had on, on both sides. And, you know, you know, Rebecca Vardy's lawyer said this isn't entertainment and, and that they had felt that there had been a lot of kind of uh, entertainment reporting of this and actually at its heart somebody's reputation they claim had been destroyed so it was a it was a trial of light and shade we could say yes that's true it's easy to forget that people's uh, lives are involved here now to uh to, to put it into the style of one of uh, colleen and rebecca's whatsapp messages uh minnie what was the, what were the vibes like hun tell us babes there was a moment when colleen rooney's barrister was giving his final sort of word on the case and Rebecca Vardy walks out with her laptop. Now we don't know whether she was upset or because she needed to get a flat white. It's unclear why but there were reports and I can't confirm whether this is real true or not that lawyers had built up a partition wall with some legal documents and the two didn't have to look at each other. Cool I love it. It's like an episode of Dynasty. Ask your parents. Uh, so today was the last day. When do we find out uh, who's won? Whether, whether Vardy wins? Well it will be up to the judge to decide on who she thinks is telling the truth. And that is kind of down to her, really. So it could be weeks, it could be months. But when we do know, we can definitely come back on and give you all of the details. Minnie, you will be welcome back anytime. We'll get you back for when the uh, the verdict comes in. Thank you so, so much for coming on. I uh, appreciate that it's been a busy time, but it's been great to get your insight uh, into what it's been like actually in the room uh, with Colleen and, uh, and Rebecca. Uh, and apologies to those of you listening. Uh, the phone signal cut in and out, but that's what happens when you're standing outside the high court phoning in to the Smart 7. We will do a bonus episode when the verdict comes in, but for now, that's it for the end of these uh, bonus episodes. I hope you've enjoyed them. If you're new to the Smart 7, do join us every single morning at 7am just hit the follow button on your podcast platform of choice and we will see you tomorrow morning at 7am thank you so much